Welcome to Side Dish, a podcast about Longmont. All the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I'm Eric Ozumpa. And I'm Brady Steffel. Hey, Brady, how you doing? I'm, you know, well done. It's a, yeah. it's a gloomy gust day out there. So we're just, it is a gloomy, <laughs> gloomy gust day. Gloomy gust. I love it. I love gloom, it. <laughs> See, me and all the animals, I had to kick them out of the office here so we do this podcast, but uh, they just kind of hang out. Dogs yeah. don't like it. Cat doesn't yeah. want anything to do with it. We're all just trying to stay warm. Um, wow. Yep. Watching everything get slobby and soggy. And once the dogs get all juiced, they're going to go out there and shred the grass because it'll all be wet and loose. And like, oh, so do you have sprouts yet? Aren't you growing grass in the back or something like that? Yeah, I am growing grass in the back. I, I come from the Midwest where lawn of the week was a big deal. So I like to, to have nice lawn. And uh, the dogs are just the antithesis of, of a nice yes. lawn because they just shred it. So every year is just a, it's a labor of love out there with the oh, no. grass seed. And then you, you know, sort of till it in and you keep it wet. And then, da, da, da. And then the, the in-ground sprinkler is all busted. So now i got to get a piece. But I can't just go to Home Depot because you're not supposed to do that. So I ordered something online. And they say, oh, it's going to be done real soon. But no, it's not because it's like one thing. And I just need a guy to go get it so I can drive over. He can bring it to the car. But I still haven't gotten a text message saying <laughs> Coming at this part. So, do you sequester the dogs away from the grass seed area, or do you just kind of just no, deal I with just it? Do I just? It, I've got dogs. I know I'm gonna have a problem. Like, yeah. what do you, you can't fight the wind, you know? Oh, it used it's to gonna... drive me crazy. Like, I when we when our dog was around, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, grass seed in one area, and then I try to sequester her from that one area. And what I actually do, what I do, has actually worked pretty well. Is I've got what's ho- hog panel, and yeah. it's just like um, I leave part of it open, uh, you know, so you trim off the the edge of it and you leave like these tines and I just stick that into the ground in spots that I don't want them running over anymore. Cause there's spots, the one dog's 90 pounds and he, he's got a lot of hind leg torque. And so he'll come and every time he does, he just rips out these big old chunks of dirt, I guess divots like they have in, in, you know, in golf and they just go flying and he's scooping it out. You can see it's banked now in certain spots where he comes through. So I have to put these up in various spots. So the dog at least can't shred that, and it gives that a chance to grow. And then he goes and turns really hard somewhere else. And it's- so uh, for, for, the, for our, our listeners who are not familiar with the uh, Minnesota farm set hog panel, do you want to describe what that is for them? Oh, the hog panel – well, actually, I bought it in town. The hog panel is um, – it's, it's like a metal fencing that's – I mean, it's got – open squares on it that's like three inches by three inches and it comes in these big sheets i think we bought it like a 12 by four something like that and i had to cut it up just to get in the back of the truck but i i made part of a um a deck with it so it works as like a nice way to enclose the deck while still being able to see through it so the one side you make this nice walled off thing for privacy from the neighbors and then when you want to be able to see the yard with the sight lines then you use it there yeah, it works pretty good so mix of modern and farm and industrial good luck um so yeah but I will say, I moved it and I tried to move it during the day so the dog would figure out where it was. And then the next day I went out and the dog house was moved because he ran so hard into the, because he goes full tilt. So he was running out, didn't know it was there. He slammed into it. Musta went flying sideways into the dog house and he shoved it three feet out of the way. So um, not perfect, but he hasn't done it again. So, you know. Hey. Yeah. Uh, poor yeah. boy. Poor boy. Anyway. Yeah. That's my you got a brown dog and a black dog, right? That's, that's what I got. Yeah, yeah I got awesome. a big brown one and a medium black one, and yeah, uh, yeah they're they're good fun. Hey, I have to listen. I uh, listen. I have to tell you that you know I was delivering tomatoes. You know, I grow the tomatoes from seed, and so I hit up a few friends and said, "Hey, mm-hmm. do you want some tomato seedlings?" And 
So I had a bunch left over. And so you were one that I delivered to. And I have to tell you, gosh, that uh, house that's north of you, there's a oh. house across. Holy cow. Which one? Like blowing that one up and making it big. And Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Whoa. nobody knows. Um, this is Holy part cow. of course in the area, honestly. There's yeah. been a bunch in where we live. And it's indicative of why, I, well, this is a big part of why I think Longmont's so fascinating is that we're in the place now where you can buy a three to $350,000 house, which is what they paid for that. And it's on a corner lot. And it was this little thing where you would open the door and the door literally hit the toilet. So the door would only open. I looked at it when it was for sale. Like, doink. And so you'd hit the, uh, the, Why, door, was there a the toilet, toilet in the living room. Well, it was, <laughs> it was in the bathroom, but the bathroom was like, you know, three by four. It was tiny. It was, and it was, that was it. And so somebody bought that for $350,000 and they're nice people. And they, they said, all right, down to studs, reinforcing the, the basement. And then we're going to pop it up. There's going to be an ADU. There's going to be a separate garage. And they're, you know, dollars $300,000, whatever's going into it. And it's going to be a beautiful home. Oh, it's but, gorgeous. Did they, did they buy, is there an, did they buy, is that the entire lot or do they buy another lot next to it? No, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. It was a weird corner lot uh, oh. between the alley and the street. So it's wild. And another house just up the block from us just sold for 300 and it's in kind of rough shape and it's a rental right now. And I'm wondering if they're going to keep the renters or if they're going to say, nope, when the lease is up, you're out. We're going to, we're going to do the same thing because it's uh, the one across the street. Same thing happened. That was apparently a mud pit for a while. And this guy, <laughs> it's just like folk legend around here. It's like sort of some weird, weird guy, um, Pete, Mr. Money Mustache, who lives you, I think he used to live uh, a couple blocks sunset. away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he used to yeah. live over there. And um, he, was, he was walking by because he's always interested. He, he asked the guy, he says, hey, so um, what do you got going on here? Because everything's ripped up. And the guy goes, who's asking? <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't really get along with the neighbors all too well. And then uh, the next door neighbors were trying to mend fences with them because it was a little patchy. And the, the woman said, oh, I love your lilacs. They're so beautiful. And he came out later that day with a chainsaw. He cut off his nose despite his own face. He just burned it like all the way at the ground. He came up with a chainsaw, cut them all off. Oh my gosh, he liked his yeah. lilacs, so he cut them all down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody else complimented him, so he just lost his mind. So Wow. Yeah, he, I guess he had a house in Four Mile Canyon, and it, it flooded, and then it burned down, or whichever way that it happened. Yeah. Burned down, they rebuilt it, and they flooded, and then he ran out of money. And So then um, some lovely people bought it and finished the last 10%, and it's been lovely people living over there. But it's, I mean, this type of thing, the point is, in Old Town in particular, this type of thing is happening a lot. People buy a house that's, 250 to 350 basically scrape yeah. it and then yeah. use the old foundation a little bit and then build just a new house on the spot and um it's wild so well that's the next step of like a longmont at least i predict predict with the old town some of those old town like in our neighborhood we've seen it already and mm -hmm. kind of like what i think about like with uh some of the houses i mean it's just become so valuable the real estate itself the land becomes so valuable that you can yeah. want on it and so. i think there's a there's still a soft cap on what people are willing to pay we're around me and I can't speak to real estate everywhere, but around me, I know that people will pay a certain amount for a certain house. People want move in ready. And then beyond that, they go, well, now I can move to Boulder. And so there's, there's a sort of weird thing where people from Boulder for California, they have a bit more money than, mm -hmm. than and so they can just buy up a house and, and do this. And it's at, right at that price point where it works for different people to do yet. If it starts to go up too much more then you're going to wind up with, a lot of old houses hanging out, I think, but for the moment, 
it's unbelievable. Um, but there's a house, there's a house up the street for me too. That's like 700 square feet. <laughs> it just sold, I think for $350,000. Yeah. It's absolutely <laughs> like, crazy. It's crazy. So that's, that's my, my blocks. <laughs> yeah. It's the long pot news from, I mean, peace and love to all the people who can afford those really expensive houses. But you know, while people are going through some really difficult times, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, my gosh, I'll tell you. It's, it's, it hasn't slowed down. Yeah. yeah. No, my brother who listens to this, uh, they're buying a house in Carolina and they're fortunate enough that both of their employment has um, stayed healthy, whatever. And it works, but it's, it's competitive. And that's one of the only houses that I would have thought, gee, this looks like a functional house that doesn't need a lot of work that, you know, you could move into because there's a lot of them that have been sitting on the market in the area for a long time. Yeah. They either go in 15 minutes after it's been posted or they kind of sit there. Um, and so it's, it's a weird scene. It um, is. It totally is. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It's fascinating, but you know, as the apartments come up too, I mean, we're going to have a lot more apartments mm -hmm. coming online too. We talked about those and other um, sessions, you know, on County line is just full of, uh, new apartments springing up. So, I mean, the, the affordability quotient is provided with some of that, but still as far as home ownership. Yeah. Yeah. And they're infilling it. We don't talk about all of this on the show, but they're infilling in a lot of spots and they're subdividing other things. And then they're, they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So I think there's actually a lot of units that'll come online in the next one to three years. Yeah. And then people are still moving here very fast. I mean, the droves, but, um, if that slows down and whatever, there may, there may be some relief, you know, rent so, might not grow so fast. And so I have a question for you. Do you think that, you know, there was this huge flock to the cities prior yeah. to COVID-19. Do you think it'll be the reverse? Do you think after this people will be like, Ooh, you know, look at what they did in like Colorado and Wyoming, they were able to go outside, enjoy trails and right. do some other things. Or do you think they'll still like the people in New York city and Chicago and others will be like, nah, it's cool. Still like my big city. I life. think people that like big cities just, it's, it's for a, a reason that I personally don't get. I like the amount of amenities that Longmont has. I like the amount of like space that I can get, you know, I'm in a lucky spot where I have a yard, for my dogs that I can complain about to whoever listens to this show. Thanks everybody for listening to me grouse about my dogs. In the book. But, um, <laughs> the but, cat feature will be next week. Yeah. yeah right. We'll talk about the litter box. <laughs> um, but, um, for people who live in the city, I have a friend who lives, well, I have a couple of friends who live in Portland and they say, yeah, I don't, I don't want to live anywhere smaller. I want to live in a place like this. And I go there and I think it's enjoyable for a week. And then I go, I'm, I want to go home to this, you know, the community that we have here. Yeah. I, so I like yeah. this, but the people who want to be there wouldn't want to be without all of the amenities that they have. So I wouldn't think a lot of people would change their minds, I guess. Plus if you work for the university or for ball aerospace or something, unless you start turnip farming, you know, you got to use all your nickels, start some factory farming. Turnip farming. It's like you got hog fencing, turnip farming. You can bring in all the farm analogies today. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I was this just is crazy. crop report, right? <laughs> a long line crop report. We're going to call that stuff. All right, so let's um, let's do our quick buzz here. We, we have some sad news to report, but, you know, like Aloha, the store downtown is apparently gone or going and then uh, Convivian which is that marketplace where you bought that really cool Turkish iced coffee. Uh, yeah. That's, that's gone too as well. Um, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I gotta, go ahead. Oh, I'll just like talk about that. Cause I do, I do genuinely feel bad for these oh, people. Yeah. Cause we can sit here and say, like, Oh, we're both still employed. Um, but this stuff happens and it's, it is too bad. I, I do feel bad that people start this. They have an idea. It's they're cool businesses, the both of them. And then this kind of steps in the way, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, this is just so catastrophic that it's it is really it's just heartbreaking as far as yeah. some of the businesses. And you know, again, we're both passionate about downtown. Yeah, and that's not to say that we don't support small businesses throughout this throughout the city, but it's really apparent. And you, you know, we don't want to see open storefronts downtown because we felt like, you know, downtown was pivoting and making some really great strides yeah. and moving forward. So it'd be really hard to see that. And again, our heart goes out to everybody who's, uh, gosh, got a small business and is trying to survive. That's for sure. No. So, I mean, don't take us making jokes and having fun as being that's right about the situation. It is, yeah. it, it can be very hard. And I, I'm sad to see these stores that, that seem like they could make it. Yeah. And if, if this COVID crisis is what did you in, man, I feel, I feel rubbed out for you. I know. Absolutely. Good luck. Um, but on the good side, Tangerine is open and I was able to go to Tangerine and mm -hmm. uh, go, so you can go pick it up. You can't dine there, but you can go pick it up or have it delivered. And um, the, uh, it's really funny. Now what we measure our restaurants by is how effectively and how efficiently do they do their pickup or delivery. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so is the food good? And then is the pickup and delivery aspect mm -hmm. really efficient and such? And so I'd have to give kudos to Tangerine for doing a really good job. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you pick it up and I mean, you call in and then you pick it up and you know, when they say it's going to be ready, it's ready. And it's a very efficient way to do it. You, you pretty much have no contact. You just walk in the door and it's one person per mm -hmm. uh, one person in there at a time and you just pick it up and go. So, yeah. Um, you know, there's others that people have reported to me that are just a little bit more crazy as far as trying to get stuff. And, you know, in fact, I went to Chiba Hut and that was just a bit of a mess too. It was like, you're sitting in the parking lot and you're not really sure what's going on. And then somebody comes up to you eventually and says, Hey, you're a right. sandwich and you know, what do you need to do? Are you? And that sort of thing. Yeah. And I, I mean, it, it's interesting insofar as new unexplored things are interesting, but it can be a bit frustrating. I had to go to the EMT this morning. Um, and it was like they had just opened their doors up again to like the non-virtual side of things. And it was very yeah. much like, uh, yeah, hold on. We've got a solution for this. Uh, I don't have a pen in here now. And, uh, you know, so there's a lot of that stuff going on. Um, to the food point, I'll say I've had pretty good luck. I, I'll say that the post is doing a really good job. I think the post is doing nice work. I can see that. So what's the, what's the process there? We've not been there yet. So what's the, what's the process there? Call it in. Um, they're very thankful. You know, everybody is appreciative of the business and they say, what car are you going to be in? You just got to make sure you can park in the window where they can see you. And then they just walk out and hand it to you at the car nice. and nice. pay online. So you don't need to go in and pay, um, which makes sense. And 300 cents is doing the same thing. I don't eat at a lot of places with the gluten-free thing. So yeah. I don't want to say, yeah. like, Oh, I'm overly favoritizing these. Yeah. Um, but you know, the ones that I've been eating at recently, um, they've, they've done a decent job and, yeah. um, I know they're struggling. I try to leave a tip, you know, it doesn't, again, I'm employed. Well, <laughs> and again, you know, that's the one thing I would encourage everybody to do too, is like leave a significant tip. Yeah. Yeah. I got a thing from that. Don't, don't leave like a, <laughs> don't leave a 5% tip if you can afford it. You know, the higher than the 20% or 25%. I I don't want to toot my own horn, but I keep getting these emails from Capital One. They're like, did you leave a 35% Yes. <laughs> it's like, exactly. I did. Yeah, I did. You know, I feel, I, I, I've worked in those, in restaurants before, and I know how hard it can be. I know what it's like to get your hours cut. I know how hard it can be anyway. You live in a town like Longmont where rents have been going up and maybe your wages have been going up. It's already going to be hard enough. So if you got the money, by all means, what's, what's 10 bucks to you? You know, exactly. That could make the, yeah. that could make a big difference for somebody who um, is really, figuring out how to, how to make um, rent. To absolutely. Pay. Absolutely. And then you um, had an update about Union Reservoir too. So I think we had all heard this last week. That, is it closed now or is it just they've, to particular activities? They've 
close the for swimming, which I can't imagine many people were doing anyway. But the swim and dog <laughs> beaches, right? God. Today, today is Eric's wearing his used sweatshirt on let's camera. Go. Yeah, let's go. I'm gonna Just go get this... my wetsuit and go out there now. Yeah, he's got his arms folded. Oh God, you got the old house. It's probably bleeding out heat. So yeah, they they said, hey, um, people weren't behaving as well as they should have been. It, it sounds like that. They had to go out and ask people to disperse quite a bit. People yeah. The mask rules and stuff. So it's just said, it's closed. This is why we can't have nice things. Get out of here. <laughs> we can't have fault. nice things. Yeah. It's your fault. Um, you know it. You know better. Uh, who wants to wear a mask? But, you know, you do anyway. Um, but, yeah, so I, I guess that that's closed now. So check. You know, you got to check before you go anywhere. It was a cool – that's a cool place to take your dogs. Too. It is. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is too bad. But, you know, it's funny. The same thing happened to Luna Cafe. I mean, they had people just hanging out in their patio. Mm-hmm. And finally, the owner had to go out and say, get out of here. You're going to get me in trouble. And the health yeah. department, like, asked him, like, what was going on? And, you know, you need to, you know, abide by the rules and that sort of thing. So, again, yeah. can't have nice things if we're going to mess with the rules. So, we need to That's abide by the That's kind of the thing. And, like, coming up, like, there's the potential to have – you could do social distancing if you have a place like Luna where you could have stuff outside. Yeah. Right? It's going to be more work for the owners, whatever. But if you do a good job, you can, you can station your tables far enough away. And then the, if the gathering rules allow for you know, two to five people at a table, you can have that, but everybody could be far enough away. And I've heard the term uh, quarantine. Oh, team, wow. Right? So yeah, if somebody's part of your yeah. quarantine, the people who live in your house, that you go out together, potentially you could do that. I don't know. Like, you got to leave it up to the specialists to figure this stuff out. Hopefully, if things start to open back up, people can temper themselves meter the response and go out and, and use stuff responsibly so that we can get, you know, because I, I want to leave the house a lot more than I do. Yeah, exactly. No, I Just totally to go agree. To, yeah. Go to Marshall's and look at like rubber spatula stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna go buy, you're going to go buy some junk at uh, off-brand gift shops or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. And here's my announcement for the day. I told you I had an announcement for you. Today is, you is Eat Anything Day. Eat anything today. Yeah. So, what would you be eating right now? Not if, if you I could, could. Not if you could, but just what would you be eating? Oh, or what man. would you want to eat right now and eat anything day? <laughs> Bread. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm going to get you some good gluten free bread. I, I Canyon Bakehouse isn't bad. I eat quite a bit of that. Um, no. That's as good as it gets. But I, yeah, if I could have anything, oh, man. Yeah. What do you oh, want? you know what I actually would really want is. Um, uh, sandwich crack the 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 euros that they had in paris just like oh, with yeah. the fries packed in there and mayo yes, all over the place yes. <laughs> that was so good that's pretty good honestly i say bread but what i miss most is just like um like street food that you, yeah. you know you can trust like that where you go to some vendor and all they do is like uh or a donor kebab in germany like four thousand calories in a little greasy pocket and you're like I'm not eating until 10 o'clock tonight. <laughs> Done. Yeah. That's what you would preload on if you're going to go out for uh, all the beer drinking over there. Uh, eat a kebab probably right. before and after. <laughs> now, did you ever have currywurst over there? Of course. Yeah. I didn't get, I didn't get into that. I didn't understand that one at all. I was it's like, not okay. really that exotic. It's just no, like, I just, it's it's made it sound like it was really crazy. And I was like, okay, it's got curry sauce and it's a sausage. I mean, it's, so, I mean, if we're going to just not even talk about long run today. <laughs> Let's just not even talk about long run. But it's like, they go, yeah, it's, it's wild. It's weird. Uh, the currywurst. You got to try the currywurst. And it's really just like uh, a foot-long hot dog on a, a regular hot dog bun. So you got like this dangling flappy meat just on either side. And then um, they've got curry-flavored ketchup. 
Yeah. And I think it's pretty good. I like it. Like, I, I'm not like, boy, I got to get back to Bavaria for a curry. Oh, my gosh. Everybody talked about it all the time. Like, it was yeah. some exotic fare. And I was like, it's curry sauce with a sausage. Yeah, I think it's good. Like, what's the, what's, what's the hate? <laughs> you know? You make sausage with a lot of stuff. It's good. Like, but you want to talk about weird stuff. Uh, Jeremy's got the Weisswurst, which is this, like, very delicately flavored sausage that comes, like, in a boiled thing. And it's just, like sort of texturally kind of strange uh and then not very flavorful and i'm like i this one i don't get you don't get that at all yeah i'll get the yeah. i ate it and it's like it's fine you just load it up with mustard yeah. but it's like the curry burst at least you go you get your fries you're sitting in the park kicking at the pigeons to leave you alone and then you know i i, I would rather eat the curry burst i guess but <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say, I I ventured to, so we're on international real quick. So I did venture to the cheese shop. Oh, I was surprised real quickly. Newsflash. They actually are selling wine there. I was surprised to see that. Yeah. I am guessing on a limited basis and, but, uh, could be maybe their stock in the back because obviously the restaurants don't open and or so you can go in there and get some cheese. I kind of like that as an idea. That's fun. PJ's has a good selection for like nicer yeah. uh, wines. You know, I go to yeah. Boulder sometime, whatever, but yeah. um, it'd, be, it'd be fun. I always feel like I can spend a little bit more money on stuff that I know I could get a better deal on at the yeah. cheese and quarters. Like, yeah, I'm exactly. going to take this, like a little, little cruise, yeah. um, like a, a shot or a, not shot. He's, he's mimicking to everybody who can't see this right now. He's doing yeah. charades. Trying yeah. to, yeah. try to just get you to say espresso <laughs> mug or whatever. Yeah. Demi toss. <laughs> And you're just like making fun. Of it. I'm like, huh? What? Yeah, but you can get like uh, cool stuff like that, and it's like, yeah, it's a cool local business. They have so much fun French kitsch that I would probably go there and and spend too much on a bottle of wine just because you're having fun. Um, it is, yeah, and everything's cheap. I mean, they've reduced their prices, which is kind of nice too, as well. So. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna have to get on and get some cheese. All right, we don't have a guest this week, so hey, we are free to talk about anything. Obviously, which was proven by the fact that we were just talking about Bavaria, Ber- Berlin, and uh, currywurst, and yeah. we made Delicious. our way back to the importers, the cheese importers. But I wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, kind of what is occupying your time, and are you able to like imbibe in some of the trails that we have around town? Um, we tend to walk the dogs close to home is what we, we do most. Yeah. Um, I know that there's been some commotion, a bit of a kerfuffle about um, using trails and people yeah. you are not supposed to go out. I think Estes Park's closed now, basically. Yeah, right? so you can't get to Rocky Mountain National Park and Estes, because Estes Park said we don't want people drive. Because, again, yeah. throngs of people drive through Estes Park. And throngs. Estes droves. Park droves. Estes Park tends to be a, an older community. No offense to our Estes Park people. Uh, the the one or two people who might be listening right now, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, but, but you know the park. The, I think the park was like, oh my gosh, you know the Estes Park people were like, we can't, we can't have people driving through here and stopping, and you know, and not social distancing and all this stuff. So that's why they decided to close it. But you know, for us in Longmont, I mean, we can go to like Macintosh Lake, mm-hmm. which is just over there um, east of town, which is kind of nice loop. You can do that. I imagine that it's probably crowded. I imagine. And then um, also, of course, the Greenway. I mean, the Greenway goes all the way from Golden Ponds, which is just west of Third, all the way out east to Sandstone Ranch. And yeah. then when we had Phil on the the uh, show a few weeks ago, I mean, the idea of extending that all the way out east to Tacono yeah. in the Frederick area is pretty exciting, too. I think the, that's such a cool way to connect two cities. Yeah. Just to have a, a, a really beautiful path. And the views are usually pretty good out there. It's it's just such a neat way to do it. I really hope that that comes to fruition. Um, no, and, and even Lyons. I mean, like if you, you know, if you were in Lyons and 
you, we had a bike trail that went all the way to Lyons and you could commute in on your bike. If you wanted to do that, that'd be really cool too. Mm -hmm. Be pretty awesome. Um, so the other ones that are kind of out of the way or people don't know about or maybe, um, haven't experienced yet are the one like just West of Lyons. There's the uh, button rock dam or Mm -hmm. the Ralph price reservoir dam road which is about, oh, I want to say a few miles out of Lyons. If you're going towards Estes Park um, on 36 and you just make a left at this dirt road, and I cannot remember what the dirt road is, but <laughs> you can look online, Bell- you look up Ralph Price, Ralph Price Reservoir, Button Rock Reservoir, and find the directions. But you go up this dirt road that you think you're just like, why the heck am I going in this dirt road? I'm going through residential areas. Mm-hmm. You're going through people's cabins or houses or whatever. And then all of a sudden you finally make it to the end and there's this really great, uh, um, trailhead. So you can take that all the way up to Ralph Price Reservoir and you can walk around the reservoir if you want to. And again, that tends to be crowded too, because it's a great place mm-hmm. to walk a dog and, and, um, you know, hang out with, with other people and, of course, being distance, but the other ones too are the county ones that are close by, um, county open space, Pella Crossing, which is in hygiene, just north of hygiene or south mm-hmm. of hygiene, sorry, um, which is a really nice area too as well. Oh, it's and, beautiful out there, yeah. Yeah, and I would say like Hall Ranch, which is just west of Lyons mm-hmm. um, on 7, and then Pitcher Rock, which is in the same area. Mm-hmm. And so those trails are really pretty accessible to people and rabbit mountain, of course. And, you know, if you like rattlesnakes, rabbit mountain is the, your place, but that's the uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, you so, you know, that's, what's fortunate. I was asking you about the city thing, because I just think that if I was living in like a city and I couldn't go outside or I had to have a note mm-hmm. to say, Hey, you can go to the store. And that's about mm-hmm. it. I, I just think that would be so difficult. Well, I can, we can get back to the international thing again, because I, I have, my sister-in-law lives in Italy and I think I've mentioned that on here before, but she lives in Italy and um, she's very active and has a little one um, who's one, two in there. So pretty young. And she was, everybody, he's looking at me like I would know. I have no idea. I'm trying to get dig deep into my brain. (laughs) So bad with time. Um, And she said that it's, it's just been really hard to, to do anything because she had the right the bike trainer in the house and she can't take the or she couldn't take her little one around the block even they were like you and now it's been relaxed a little bit where she can go on jogs and take the the little the little one around the block and and do some other stuff but you have to be a certain distance from your house you can't get too far away so it it's still pretty tight i mean it's hard um yeah to do that kind of thing and in the cities i think people are just losing their minds did you did you see the video the other day of there was just like rooftop life during the COVID lockdown, it was like, no, a, I'm not seeing that. No, it's just, it's a scene from NYC where there was just people on their roofs doing goofy stuff, like people doing yoga or Tai Chi or just like, you know, just whatever they're, they're doing all kinds of stuff. And these are multi-story apartment yeah. buildings. They're yeah. way up on the top. Yeah. And they're doing that to stay sane. Um, and it was, it was pretty funny because people were, were just being goofy sometimes too, just yeah. up there to be outside somewhere where they could be outside no longer. Yeah. So I guess while we think it's, you know, it is really hard, it is really a difficult situation, especially more people, uh, for some people, obviously, rather than others. But, you know, the thing that we're fortunate about is where we live. At least I think mm-hmm. about that every day. I just mm-hmm. think about, you know, I, I read about in France, too, where the, in Paris, you had to have a note to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And that was all you could do. Yeah. You know, and that's, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, yeah. we we can complain, but even even for people here who live in apartment buildings in this area, you don't live in a, a massive tower block 
where you have to navigate, you know, 30 flights of stairs or something just to get down or, yeah. the, you know, the elevator. And then you're going to bump into all kinds of people on the way out, whatever. You can go out and there's probably a sidewalk that's pretty decent wherever you're at in town and mm-hmm. enjoy that. Yeah. And I mean, now it's so dead I can walk up the middle of the street because nobody's going anywhere. But yeah. you can avoid everybody that way. But in a big city, you, you can't. You just, no. You're stuck at home. And if you, you lost your job and you're stuck at home with nothing but a borrowed Netflix password and like ramen noodles to get by. Oof. Yeah. Not good. Oof. Not cool. No. I might consider leaving, but again, no. I'm not passionate about it in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, should we talk about events? Um, yeah. Cause I think, you know, again, one of the things I wanted to tell our listeners is that we're efforting, efforting to get somebody from Longmont to talk about the trail pro- programs and trail plans. There's actually quite a really pretty cool, exciting things going on as far as projects and construction. So we want a, a effort to get somebody, and I'm sure we'll have somebody on here soon that can talk about some of the Greenway trails, uh, improvements. Oh, I mean, you got well over as, by uh, Union Reservoir. There's just all sorts of cool stuff slated. Lots yeah. of new mileage um, that they would have out there in the next couple of few years. So yeah, I, I would love to have somebody on that. I mean, I, real quickly, I mean, I noticed like the Reservoir Trail, <clears throat> they want to have the sailing club out there mm-hmm. by the Jim Ham Park. Jim Ham Park, I've, I have to confess, I've only been to a few times in my life. It's out east on 17th, and you just go north from there. And, yeah, I mean, it's a nice little been. nature preserve. But, yeah, I have to say it's it's undervalued by me. So I've not been there that much. Yeah. Um, all righty. Uh, let's see, events. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention is, is the Longmont Museum. I noticed they're doing an announcement for online summer camp. And, gosh, you know, got to figure out what to do with those kids during summer. So mm. let's do an online camp. Because mm-hmm. what else are you going to do? So. That's pretty much it. It'd be fun if they like mailed out boxes or delivered boxes with the craft goods and stuff, and then you could do it all together. That'd be that'd be a fun way to go. That would be really cool. And you could, yeah, I mean, maybe there's some creative ways to do it. Oh, which reminds me, can I ask you this idea? So here's my idea. My idea is you're looking at da 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 da. He's looking at me strange. Are you giving me a cue and I need to do something no, else? I'm going, like, no. I'm thinking. Okay, so here's my idea. So I told this to Sandy the other day, and I said, what could you do this at Roosevelt Park? What if you did this? You just gave everybody, like, reserve seating mm-hmm. at Roosevelt Park. Like, you put out a square or a hula hoop-sized area, mm-hmm. and you said, you're, you know, space number 42, and then you've got six or seven or eight feet apart, and mm-hmm. you can hang out, and then somebody can play a concert. Why what not? Do you get an idea? I mean, why I think not? It, I think why not? I think that's a definite why not. I think, you know, run it past somebody who knows a lot more about this than I do. But if you're doing your, your distancing, you bring it a little cooler. You have a nice, nice ways to get in and out. Uh, so you're not, you know, bumping up against everybody. Sure. Yeah. What the heck? Or some I sort of know. event where you just go out for some sort of community involvement. Well, and I think as long as it's reserved, and I think that usually with Roosevelt, we're like, ah, whatever, you know, pick a spot, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But, you know, hey, maybe there's a way to reserve the Roosevelt pass. Park is a, it's a pretty big place. So it you is. Could, you could easily social get a distance lot of quite a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, cool. I think that there's something in it. I do. Yeah. Okay. But I also right. found that the, the peep dioramas thing is still going on. If you guys haven't gone yet. <laughs> okay. You even seven? find peeps? What the heck? I don't know, man. The, the peeps have to be submitted by now. So now oh, you can okay. go online okay. to their Facebook okay. page and you can see the peep dioramas. So, and they're, they're pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm liking a lot of these. So we've got, um, this one is uh, Beowulf. So they've got a scene from Beowulf and the, the peeps are all chewed up and falling apart after fighting Grendel, which is pretty sweet. Um, we've got peeps of fire. Uh, let's see, I don't know. We've got little red peeping hood 
who's saying, <laughs> oh, oh, grandmother, because the wolf is in bed and the peep is there. I said, oh, grandmother, what big peepers you have. Bottoms. <laughs> but up, bump. Yeah. So, yeah, this is on the, the library's Facebook page. And I think you just vote by commenting or liking or I don't really know. But go on and check some of them out. They're fun. There's adult sections. There's kids sections. Um, people have been having a blast with this. Mutiny on the HMS Bounty is in here. Uh, they've got a, a representation of a Zoom book club. So it's a grid of peeps with different things going on in each grid and they're looking at books. Really cute. Really, really, really cute. That's awesome. I mean, again, that's the creativity that comes out with this whole thing, which is mm -hmm. really pretty exciting. I mean, that's the good positive thing. Right. Is It's been really amazing to see some of the creativity that's come out. Low bar for entry. You can have fun. There's a Where's Waldo one. Pretty good. <laughs> got, a, got a peep dressed in a striped shirt. Just solid. <laughs> so yeah it's like it's cool it's something fun to do and if you're bored by all means go and do that i mean we've all got more free time and today it's raining and it's supposed to be cloudy and overcast coming up so check them out that's fun that is this very cool and you said you got legos online again too as well yeah lego building challenge um thursdays at 11 a.m on facebook and twitter so again if you're not sure what to do uh, i assume it's for the kids uh maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe the some adults will show up with their star wars sets and blow the doors off of this but um yeah, it's uh, Thursdays at 11 a.m. on Facebook and Twitter. There's a Lego challenge. Uh, Lego Club may be on hiatus, but Librarian Kathleen has cre created some new Lego building challenges for you. Watch them every Thursday at 11 a.m. while the library is closed to in-person programs. Share your creations with us online in the comments section or email them to us. Hashtag Lego challenge. So, yeah. fun. You know, fun ways to, because so much has been canceled. Fun that they're still fun. Some and normally we, Brady and I would have lots of, you know, for a new listener or two, Brady and I would have lots of uh, events and other things to talk about as far as maybe buzz around town. But obviously where we are, there's a mm -hmm. bit of a challenge. So, yeah. So, yep. You deal, you, 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 you deal, you, you play the hand you dealt. That's, that's, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. So shall we call it? Yeah, let's, let's do it. All right. Let's stop um, talking to each other. That's right. That's right. All right. Thanks, Andy Epler, for our intro music um, each and every week. And I want to thank uh, Greg Benton from Native Station for Metropolis. Uh, you can uh, catch Greg's new album, Morning Star Drive, with Native Station. Uh, it is out right now, and it can be. It's available on all platforms. And then they have lives. They had a live stream stream on May 9th. I'm sorry we missed that, but. But I'm sure that they've probably got other things going on. We'll have information in the show notes. And again, that's Native Station. And this is Metropolis. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you download your podcasts. Reach out to us at info at sidefishlongmont.org. Brady, thank you very much as always. Thank you. Stay safe out there, everybody. You too, Eric. Okay.